Okay, hello everybody. I'm Hannah. I'm Kylie. And this is Back Up for Grabs. Today we'll be talking about Season 2, Episode 3. Trust no one. So we'll get started with our 15 second recaps. Um, do you want to go first? Sure. You pretty much always go first. It's kind of tradition at this point. <laughs> okay, and go. It was Scoopin versus a theoretical pig. Then there was this super strength challenge where Ogacore won after kind of a weird hiccup. And then there was a weird Jerry and Colby thing. Not a fan of that. Um, then a tethered obstacle course. Oh, I was worse this time. Yeah, it didn't go super well for yeah. you. Set. Go. We opened this with Scoop and trying to hunt a pig. Uh, then we have a reward challenge, which is basically a water bear holding buckets of water. They're holding over 400 pounds. Ogocore wins. Then we have some camp life, and then we come back for our um, immunity challenge, which is a rope challenge, and Kuja wins, and then they vote. No one get vote gets voted out today. <laughs> We're just rebelling um, from tribal councils after the train wreck that was voting Kelloff last week. Yes. Um, so votes are canceled. <laughs> Forever. <laughs> there will be no winner. On account of what if we fall two. in love with someone else and then they leave. And then we get heartbroken again. It's just not okay. So, all right. We both kind of started with some emphasis on scooping because for whatever reason we felt like that was more important than tribal council, I guess, in recap world. It was. <laughs> um, scooping is very focused on his desire to catch a pig. He's just motivated by food generally, I No think. one else is. He won't shut up about it. Almost every, like, camera shot they have of him is him discussing food, what food they have, how they're going to get more food, how, how they're going to go out cooking food that they do get. Um, and how he's going to hunt food. Mm-hmm. How he's going to find food to hunt. How we're going to make the weapons to do the hunting. Right. Um, I really think that it's because he is a student of nutrition. Mm. Well, I did make a note that his spear that he constructed, that he Uh calls the pig spear, reminded me a lot of the super pole from last season. Oh, no. (laughs) And I was not a fan of that. Super spear. Yes. That's what it is now. Yes. So, okay, let's just extend that metaphor then. Is Scoopin the new Sean? You know, I see it. I kind of do, too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> uh, Oof. It was funny, though. Like, the producers worked hard to get that one tiny little shot of a random pig on the island. Because everybody else was like, there's no pigs here. Like, we would have seen one. Elizabeth was straight up like, I don't see any pigs around here. And if I did, we would have gotten it already. (laughs) Producers work hard. They found the one pig on the island. (laughs) Yeah, so despite all of this hunting preparation, we don't actually see Scoopin hunt really at all. But also, like, succeed in anything. His dream. Of locating and then terminating the life of a island pig. Right. And both tribes right now are kind of feeling pretty down, feeling like they don't have a lot of substance and feel pretty weak for the challenge. And, like, we see several interviews of, like, players directly to the camera, like, I don't know how I'm going to do in this challenge. Like, I'm really worried about it. Mm -hmm. Cut to Jeff introducing the challenge as one of the most difficult and physical challenges. Well, I guess that's the second challenge. 
I this was one deciding was... whether or not to point that out. Yeah. <laughs> but they were complaining. The first one's also difficult, though. They were complaining about the first one, too. Like, Jerry was saying, we're all basically starving, and she's floating around in the river, all that. Mm-hmm. So, we get to the introduction of the reward challenge, which I actually thought was one of the cooler challenges that we've yep. seen so far. Basically, there's this um, kind of path constructed out of... Wooden planks. Mm-hmm, suspended above water, and then at the end there's a platform in which they call them water bearers, mm-hmm. are going to be holding kind of like a pole on which a loader will put buckets of water that the people walking along the plank path will deliver yes so and they modify this for like future challenges too Mm -hmm. which i think is pretty cool i like it i think there's a smaller amount of strategy element to it there's the physical element both of the balance and of the strength for the actual people carrying the water Mm -hmm. some level of dexterity required for the people loading the water Mm mm-hmm because even though they're not holding it continuously, that's still, what, 66 buckets they said that they're handling right. to put on. It seemed like a good team challenge. So, and they were both pretty even. Mm-hmm. Jeff lets everybody know from the beginning that what they're supposed to do is pick the strongest to bear the water. And they pick Scoopin and Colby. Which I think are sensible choices. I don't yeah. think there's another Varner's person. probably a little too weak. Like, he's not weak, mind you, but, like, weaker than Scoopin. I think Scoopin's just more... He probably has more endurance. Yeah, he just seems sturdier. Like, I think Varner's a little shorter, not as bulky compared to Scoopin, maybe. Mm-hmm. But Colby was definitely the right choice. Yeah. So, we start this challenge... Which, the planks are a lot harder, I think, to walk on than you might expect at first glance, because a lot of people are falling off. It seems like Amber... Super slippery. Yeah. Amber from Ogacore, and then uh, Elizabeth, Elizabeth from Kucha are both pretty much, like, the star bucket carriers. carriers. <laughs> and what ends up happening is, once they run out of buckets, it's just last man standing of who can hold all of the weight. And it... Jeff ends up saying, like, it ends up being over 400 pounds of water that both of these guys are each carrying. Yeah, so they run out of buckets eventually. And then what's interesting is the endurance challenge itself, like, portion of the program, does not last very long. Mm-mm. Because, um, well, they're both, hump, like, groaning and moaning or whatever for mm-hmm. a couple of minutes, so mm-hmm. you know it's a lot of work. But no one actually gave up. Yeah, Scoopin's pole snapped. Yeah, Right across his back. When they showed it in slow-mo, it looks pretty epic, honestly. Yeah. I'm and just that glad it didn't, hurt like, stab him. Yeah. yeah. So it was kind of a fluke ending. And so instead of letting Ogacore win, Jeff turns it into kind of a runoff. And so in this runoff, rather than putting it down to endurance, it's now going to be, there's going to be a speed element to it. So yeah, a runoff of who can bring the most buckets mm-hmm. the quickest. Yes. And I think he said there's five minutes that they have? Yeah. So whichever water bearer is holding the most buckets after five minutes Mm -hmm. wins. Um, And it looked pretty even, honestly, by the end of it. Um, But in the end, Okakor wins. Yeah, they won by one person bringing two buckets, so. Barely. Yeah. Yeah, They were pretty neck and neck. And they won fishing gear. Mm -hmm. Which ends up coming in. Handy. Fairly useful. Yeah. Yeah. Jerry was able to catch fish. Mm Mm-hmm. This is so funny to me because Ogacore keeps consistently, well not, I mean it's been twice, but they've lost two, 
immunity challenges, but they keep getting the rewards. So their mm-hmm. camp life seems better. better and yet. <laughs> it's because of the choices that they are making in mm-hmm. voting people out. Yeah. Scoopin's kind of like got a pissy pants kind of tantrum after this challenge too like i didn't quite catch what he was whispering when he walked off but he was like i don't want to be here or something like that yeah i don't want to hear them celebrate or something and it's just like dude it's not that deep yeah it's a reward challenge you celebrate when you win it's not different yeah i think something so moving along kind of the camp life a little bit i feel like people this season seem to think because Tons of them have said it, that their position on the tribe is very dependent on what they can provide the tribe. Whether mm-hmm. that's fishing, Kimmy's running around filling up ten water jugs in a couple hours. Gathering like, firewood. Mm-hmm. And there's just a whole bunch of people that keep making comments like that. Keith talks about it with his chef skills. Like, there's just, everyone's trying to provide something. Mm-hmm. And yet I haven't heard a single person say, because this person doesn't contribute, we're kicking them off. Yeah. And so it feels like there's a disconnect between what people think everyone values versus what people actually value. Yeah, they're, like, trying to look good without knowing how to look good. Yes, because if we go through who's been voting off so far, it's been Deb, who no one complained about her work ethic or anything like that. They just said she basically didn't vibe with the rest of the tribe, so it was an easy vote. yeah. And we have... Kel. Kel. We'll have our feelings about that. I don't think we're ever going to get over Cal getting voted off. We won't. He might be mentioned for every episode here on out for season two. And when his birthday comes around, we will be very we'll, we'll throw for a it. party. Yeah. We should we should get, like, party hats, and that should be our, like, post. I love that. <laughs> oh, but we also got more camp life of, and it, we got a couple relationship situations. So we got to see Elizabeth and Roger. So cute. He literally gives her this little heart rock. I love them. And yeah. she, like, looks out for him they constantly. Have a, they have big daddy-daughter vibes, and not in, like, a weird way, but you no. can just tell they just genuinely love each other. Yes. Um, like, they, she always looks out for him. Mm-hmm. And she said, I'll never vote him. I'm not voting him off. I am not writing that man's name down. No. And she's told everybody else that, too. And what's sweet, I think, is that everyone's just kind of like, yep, yeah, all we, right. We recognize that. And they haven't necessarily said we won't vote Roger out because of it, because his name's still being thrown out. Mm-hmm. As an option. Although, a lot of the commentary seemed to be from people saying, like, oh, we would never vote out Kentucky Joe. Like, he's not great on challenges, but, like, around camp, he does this, 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 mm-hmm. and this. And it's true. So I think he's proving his worth in other ways. Well, especially when Varner was talking with Alicia, and they were like, oh, Final Four, like, we gotta get rid of Nick. Like, Nick would be the first one to vote out if we could vote someone out. Yeah, Nick doesn't really seem to be jiving too much with the rest of the tribe. But he's strong and helpful in challenges. Mm-hmm. I really like this whole Jeff and Alicia thing. I like them as an alliance. Yes. Big fan. I like both of them as individuals, too. And I loved that. Yeah, me too. Since Ever since Alicia told Jeff that Deb was trying to get him off mm-hmm. on the very first episode yeah, very when Jeff honest. was sick, I feel like they've been buddies. Mm-hmm. And I, I love that for them. I think yeah. that's great. Well, and they talk. Like, they legit talk, you know, strategy. Who do we like? Who do we not? They seem to just enjoy each other's presence, too. Yeah. And but I they're also playing the game, they which both, I appreciate. Yeah. And they both seem to just have very similar energy, where yeah. they kind of, like, goof around, and they seem to have similar, like, I don't know, snarky, kind of sarcastic comments. But, but they're not, still thinking. Yeah. And they're not jerks, which no. I think is important, because as soon as someone crosses that threshold, mm-hmm. I'm usually out. Yeah. <laughs> 
But then we were also subject to the pitiful relationship that was Jerry and Colby. <laughs> that does not age well. No. I like Keith's commentary on it where he basically says that their whole flirtationship is probably strategic. And mm-hmm. he's not sure who's being strategic with who. Mm-hmm. But it's... I genuinely think that Jerry likes Colby, though. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I think he's hot. Oh, yeah. And I don't know that Jerry thinks much beyond that. Accurate. Which, I think he's a nice guy, too. Like, Jerry should be so lucky. Um, (laughs) We love you, Colby. And I think Colby probably just likes the attention. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. Because Amber doesn't seem super flirty, which is also... I don't know that that age as well. Um, (laughs) But, you know, if she's the one that's going to give him attention, then, I mean, he doesn't know the Jerry that we know. So. He will. Oh, yeah. Anyway. (laughs) Back to what I was saying at the beginning of this episode. Now they're talking about how tired they are. And that they don't think that they can perform well in challenges. And Jeff throws out there that this is the most challenging challenge they've had so far and we'll test their stamina yeah this is kind of the most mitchell's talked um is saying that he's weak and that he doesn't feel like he can perform as well as he has been and hannah and i still don't know who mitchell is so (laughs) oh also we meant to give everyone a disclaimer which is that i think i'm not entirely sure we've been saying marianne who it turns out is actually named um marilyn but for the rest so, of this, I will call her Mad Dog so that I don't mess up again. Mad Dog. Yeah. yeah. And don't worry. We only need it for this episode. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Okay. <laughs> it's only been 20 years, guys. <laughs> Catch up. Um, <laughs> yeah. So we get kind of this big rainstorm that seems to just effectively flood out all of Ogacor's morale. Mm-hmm. And I don't think Cooch is doing that great either. But specifically, Ogacor are really... Well, they never were, like, much of a united tribe of like they are let's have not, high morale yes they are definitely not winning survivor spirit week we'll no, put it that way no no <laughs> it's probably because they're wearing all the other team's colors yeah they don't have an identity nope they don't know who they are nope they're individuals that's it <laughs> so yeah we get to the challenge which yeah so mentioned it's... jeff is announced is gonna be like this huge physical feat. Right. It's basically an <laughs> obstacle course. They have to do a lot of running. They have to go over and under obstacles. Um, they have to crawl. And they're all roped together with these kind of like belt situations. Yeah, belt and rope. Mm-hmm. So they're all running in a line, mm-hmm. basically. And all of them have to do every single obstacle and right. get to pass the finish line. Right. You can carry them if they can't do it, but everybody has to make it. Yeah. And you even pointed out that... Um, Kucha put Scoop in last, right? Mm-mm. Oh, maybe. I don't know. But what I pointed out, Colby's oh, Colby. at the end Colby of Ogacor. Yeah. So they do have different strategies. So I think pretty much just objectively, and this is not a reflection on them as people, but Roger is definitely Kucha's weak link. Hurdle, yeah. And Mary... Mad Dog. Mad Dog is Ogacor's. Yes. And so, interest. so in Ogacor... Oh, Nick was last for... They put... Kucha. Because he was the one... paying attention. He was the one carrying... I don't know if he was last, though, or if he was just, like... Oh, uh, maybe, yeah. Doing it? I don't know. But Marianne... Ugh. F me. Okay. Mad Dog. Mad Dog gets placed second to last with Colby next to her as kind of, like, mm-hmm. a sidekick, so he's bringing up the rear. 
I think putting Chloe last is a really good move mm-hmm. because he can, he's not going to get he dragged along everybody. and he's not going to be dead weight at the end. Yeah. Um, I don't know that I agree with putting Mad Dog second to last because I think if she would have been further up front. Maybe like second. She wouldn't have been tugged along as much. Everyone could kind of come behind and help. Help her, encourage her. I don't know how else that would have worked, but I also think it would have been less. But that's likely. also not the encouraging tribe. So it's true. But I think, but Colby was. It would have been less her. likely for yeah. her to trip and stuff, though. I feel like the less she's being pulled. Yeah. Well, and she even like shouted out Colby like, "My cowboy carrying me through." Yeah. Which was cute. And then over on Kucha, Roger's kind of in the middle, mm-hmm. and and he keeps falling. He does in the trip sand. The a sand. Lot. The, the last like. And what's so sweet yards is that to the finish. this entire challenge, you hear them kind of saying like, you got it, go team, dig deep, like let's do this. And I think what's interesting to me is that it was the running that seemed to mess them up. All of the obstacles, everybody got through pretty smoothly on Kucha. Yeah. Um, Mostly. And they had a pretty big lead. And yeah. usually Ogakor would catch up during the runs. Yeah, it was the running in the sand to the finish line where they were, like it, it became like neck and neck. Yeah. We were um, shouting at the TV. We were. Cooch ended up pulling it out. Not by much. No. These challenges have all been pretty neck and neck the whole time. Mm-hmm. Um, I gave my MVPs to Colby and Nick because those were the two carrying the weaker links of their own tribe. Yeah. We got some interesting commentary on Nick from earlier in the episode, which is that everyone seems to kind of think he's lazy, but because he contributes in the challenges, they're like... But, I mean, Jeff Varner even said... Like, that doesn't really matter to him. And if they have an opportunity to vote someone, it's going to be Nick. Mm-hmm. Which but other I, people might disagree with because they do want to win challenges and keep the tribe strong. But I think it's a fair way of looking at it, though, yeah. because Varner doesn't say it in a way where he's like, let's throw a challenge so we can get Nick out. It's more just in the sense of, like, when, when the, the time comes, yeah. if it comes, it'll be him. Yeah. Maybe they don't need it. Mm-hmm. They have been doing really well in immunity challenges. Yeah, they pull it out the last minute. Most of the time, I feel like when people start winning reward challenges, it automatically feeds into them winning more immunity challenges because they normally have the better food, they're more nourished, better They've shelter, better shel- better sleep at night, better, you know, they have fishing gear, they're fishing. They're happy because Keith they're winning. He actually makes good fish for once. All right. Two. Hmm? You know my opinion on that. Anyone could cook fish. <laughs> They have nothing else. It's just fish in a pan with maybe some salt and whatever else he put in there. So we think that Jerry would cook fish the same that Keith would? I think you would put fish on their pan and it would taste about the same regardless of who cooked it. I think Jerry could ruin anything she wanted. She made some good tortillas compared, did to, she, compared to soupy rice. Did Jerry make good tortillas or is everyone just hungry? <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> and I think... The person that complained the most about the rice was Jerry. Yeah. Even in tribal, they were all kind of like, yeah, whatever. I'll eat it. Yeah. It's it's there. When scooping, no, Colby was like, I'll eat anything. Which um, isn't like a rousing endorsement, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> if someone's like, I'd eat dog food, I don't know that them complimenting your rice consistency is like great. I'd say thank but you But Jerry so felt strongly about that. So. Yeah. Well, she feels strongly about a lot. I don't but know she does that- recognize it. I don't know that that makes it better. Yeah, that's fair. I think there's plenty of murderers that walk oh, in the door. Okay. <laughs> so our potential vote outs for tonight, we're going to be Mad Dog and Mitchell. 
Yes. So both of their names have kind of been thrown around for different reasons. So one kind of keeps the tribe strong, kind of. I don't, I feel like Mitchell sucks around camp and Marilyn sucks in challenges. So it's kind of just like, what do you. Yeah. Well, that's what they were, because Keith was saying like, oh, my dog contributes so much to camp. Like she's up in the morning, like helping me. Yeah. Yeah. And like Mitchell does nothing. Whereas. Other people were saying, you know, Mad Dog is the weak link in challenges. Like, we love her, but... Not personal, but someone's got to go kind yeah. of situation. Yeah. So it was we... kind of somber at Tribal, too. Because I think they all kind of knew she was going. And they do genuinely like her, I think. Yeah. And especially, she's, like, saying all this stuff about how she's so close with Tina. And Tina's, like, awkward because... I'm voting you out. You're out. Yeah. yeah. Um, Tribal doesn't really seem to be that dramatic no they kind of do say like it's a bummer because the seven of us whether or not we like each other all the time are like a team and kind of one person leaving is gonna suck yeah and that person ended up being Marilyn. jerry did get a vote and mitchell got a vote mm-hmm. and then mad dog gave her hat to amber and i thought that was really sweet it would was... you have voted out probably Marilyn. yeah same yeah just the challenge would have bothered me like enough to vote her out yeah, and I think what's hard is that it's not just that she's weak in challenges, it's that the rest of the tribe is really strong. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, it's give become, or take it's a few, become but... more of a detriment. Like, they have to support her too much at this point, so she's become a liability in the challenges. Yeah. Um, I do want to make the point, though, that even though Marilyn kind of lost them the challenge, I do think what really lost them the challenge was voting Kelloff. And they even recognize that. After the fact, they were like, oh, if we had Kel, we would have won that challenge. And I think they would have. Yeah, they would have. He was in the army. (gasps) Mistakes were made. I'm going to be upset about this for the rest of my life. (laughs) Yeah. Do you have a favorite quote from this episode? So, mine was pretty early on in the hunt of the pig Mm. from Scoobin. Jeff Varner said, I hope he loses our knife just so I can have a valid reason to go off on him. (laughs) See, it's the playful, you know, banter that Jeff contributes. I don't know that that's maybe as playful <laughs> as a comment could have been, um, but I see your point. Hmm. I'm, I'm tying it back to, you know, the blah with what? Tina. Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah. Um, mine was from Colby during the water bearing challenge mm-hmm. because he was kind of chuckling saying, Haha, this sucks. <laughs> Yeah, and I agree with him. It looked like it really did. Yeah. And it it looked hard, and then you found out it was 400 pounds. Yeah. I think Colby would have lasted longer than Scoopin anyway, regardless of Scoopin's pole breaking. I think so, too. But I enjoyed that little comment. Scoopin kind of looked like he was wobbling, and I think that's honestly what prompted his pole to snap. Well, and we even saw his pole was bending. Like, whoever put his water buckets on his pole did a very poor job of coordinating... Balance. Or the pole could have just been weaker. That's also true. Because if I'm water, or the loader, I'm putting one on one side and one on the other. That is the smart way to do it, yes. Oh, thanks. Um, birthdays. Yes. Oh, wow, we're in May. May 1st, happy birthday to our very own Alicia Calloway from Aww. season two and season eight. Now she comes back, people. Fans, nope. All stars. Yes. All stars. And May 1st, also happy birthday to David Voce from season 41. May 2nd is Ashley Ashby. 
from season 10. May 3rd is Lisa Kiefer from season 9. There is nothing on May 4th. It is my aunt's birthday, however. Mm. There you go. You know, in case anyone was curious about that. And it's Star Wars Day. Ah, yes. May the 4th be with you. Also, to make it about me some more, um, (laughs) my 25th and 1-3rd birthday. There you go. Yeah. You're welcome. Um, (laughs) May 5th (laughs) has uh, Teresa Cooper from season 3. Uh, Blake Towsley from season 11, Denise Martin from season 15, Kelly Shin from season 21, and Michelle Fitzgerald from season 32 and season 40. Moving on (laughs) to May 6th, happy birthday to Natalie Tenerelli from season 22. Wow. And then May 7th, happy birthday to Malcolm Freeberg. Yes. From season, sorry, 24. 5, 26, and 34. Happy birthday, Malcolm. Okay, so I think that about wraps us for episode three. Um, I'm Hannah. I'm Kylie. And thanks for listening to Back Up for Grabs. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review on wherever you listen to podcasts. And follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Instagram, Back Up for Grabs. Twitter, Back Up for Grabs underscore. Or you can email us at backupforgrabspod at gmail.com. Bye now. Bye now.